Coming up on today's episode of the Ignited Life Broadcast. No matter what it looks like, God is well able to bring healing, wholeness, and restoration to any relationship. No person has gone too far beyond the reach and the scope of the love of God. Welcome to the Ignited Life Broadcast with Carl Terrell Turner. We pray that you will have a true encounter with God, receive practical teaching that will encourage and lift your faith, and that you'll experience the unconditional love of Jesus. So open your heart now to receive the ministry of God's Word. Well, welcome to today's episode of the Ignited Life. Thank you so very much for tuning in and joining me today. I mean, I'm really humbled and I kind of honor a privilege to be able to speak into your life. It's going to be awesome. You know, we've really tried to stay and lay a foundation of faith these first few episodes because really faith is where it's at. It's the word of God. Without faith, we cannot please God. So I wanted to take the first few weeks to really lay a foundation because everything we talk about will always be centered around God's word. So now we're going to start pulling topics and begin to really deal with some everyday life issues, and we'll pull the principle from God's word on how we apply it in everyday life. Okay, make sense? Let's get into it. Today's topic, I want to talk about how to deal with dysfunction. You know, I believe all of us at one point in time or another have had to deal with dysfunction. You might be in the middle of a dysfunctional situation right now. You know, the enemy uses a lot of times family members and friends, those of us in our inner circle, to really pull our attention and our focus away from God. Why? Because if he can get you surrounded and caught up in everyday drama, then you will lose your focus off the word and be pulled away from your destiny And because you're so consumed and wrapped up in dysfunction. And he said, she said, he didn't, she didn't. Why? Exactly. So we want to learn today how we attack that based upon the word of God. There are some examples in the scripture from the very, very beginning of dysfunctional relationships, right? We got at the very beginning in Genesis 4, we've got Cain and Abel, two brothers and one turns against the other because of jealousy and murders him. We've got Jacob and Esau, right? The battle of these two brothers brought on by favoritism, one parent favoriting one, the other parent favoring the other. Have we seen that in our, in our families? Favorite aunt, favorite cousin, favorite child. Uh, this would be gone to pass over to Joseph, right? One of Jacob's sons. Uh, his brothers ended up uh, selling him into slavery. That's some messed up uh, stuff. And uh, killing an animal, putting blood on it, and telling his dad, oh, a wolverine came and attacked Joseph. Like, that's messed up dysfunction. The route we can trace all the way back to Abraham's disobedience to God when he had Ishmael. And so now we've got this battle of Isaac versus Ishmael, which we see today still in the Middle East with Palestinians versus the Jews, right? So dysfunction is part of the curse, but because of the word of God, because the blood of Jesus has delivered us, we can overcome dysfunction. Before I give you these five steps, really the the first step, kind of step zero is to deal with it. You cannot ignore the dysfunction, right? You cannot step around it. Remember Eli? Eli tried to ignore it. He was very, very passive about the dysfunction in his own family. It ended up costing him his life and his son's life. Remember this, that unresolved issues buried alive never die. I'll say it again. Unresolved issues buried alive never die. 
you must confront uncomfortable situations. You must have uncomfortable conversations. You cannot ignore dysfunction. Key number one, you must realize and accept the origin of the person's behavior has nothing to do with you. Now, this doesn't excuse their behavior, but it can't help to explain their behavior. If your spouse never had a two-parent home, they didn't have a mother or father, maybe they were raised by their grandmother, they never really saw an example of stability, uh, especially in a Christian home, then it might be very, very difficult for them to portray that in your own relationship. And guess what? You are not the one who can fix that. Only the intervention of the power of God can cause a man to become a man of God. Your nagging and lectures will not make that happen, right? Realize and accept the origin of the person's behavior. The origin has nothing to do with you. Someone's jealousy is stemmed from insecurity that was really brought on by something that happened in their childhood. Now, your behavior may trigger it, but it has nothing to do with you, okay? So don't allow their behavior to portray negativity in your life. Nothing you did uh, deserves that behavior. It's something they need to have deliverance with, and only the Word of God can bring that about. Number two, you've got to fully accept the Father's love for you. So understanding that your identity in Christ Jesus eliminates the ruin of hurt. When you fully receive the truth of what God says about you, how God feels about you, how God sees you, how God thinks towards you, that overcomes and overshadows anything that someone could try to portray and project onto you. God's love, his agape love, goes so much deeper than our physical, natural love. And yes, you may love your father, you may love your mother, your children, and their behavior, their rejection of you, their uh, not understanding where you're coming from. It can aggravate you or it can try to. If you allow it to, it will. But when you accept God's love for you, that will overshadow all of that and cause you to rest in peace in the middle of chaos. Number three, you've got to determine, determine to respond like Jesus. You cannot control their actions, but you can control yours. The scripture says in Romans 12, 21, be not overcome with evil, but, but, but we overcome evil. How? We overcome evil by doing good. Determine, I'm not going to respond like the world. I'm not going to anger and yell in my car because somebody pulled in front of me and took my parking space. I'm not going to uh, start trolling people on Instagram because they made some comment about something so trivial. No, I'm going to respond like Jesus, like Jesus. Now, you can only do this by having Ephesians 4.23 renewed your mind. And you do that by spending time in the Word of God. You're doing it right now, feeding your spirit the Word of God. And if you're full of your social media timeline, if you're full of Netflix, if you're full of Hulu, if you're full of the world, then that's what your response will be. But to have a natural response of the word immediately is be buying is by being full of the word of God. All right, key number four is to set non-negotiable behavior boundaries. Okay. 
Now, you can have the conversation with the party if possible. I would definitely encourage that. But sometimes you might not be able to have a conversation. So you've got to set these boundaries for yourself. The barrier from negative effects of dysfunction is the knowledge of God's truth over you. Set those boundaries. Listen, we are not going to name call. We are not going to raise our voice. We are not going to speak blame language, but we're going to receive accepting language. We're not going to say, well, you did this or you didn't do that. And are you all, we're not going to use that kind of language. We're going to say, hey, when this happened, it appeared like this, or I, I, I felt this way when you said this, right? So we're going to not use blame language. We're going to uh, use accept language. Set non-negotiable behavior boundaries. We will not argue in front of the children. We can disagree, but we're not going to raise our voice. We're not going to yell, hey, in the middle of things, if things start getting heated, we're going to pause and we're going to grab hold hands. I'm going to pray, right? We're going to set boundaries. I'm, you know, you can speak to me about my children, uh, but at the end of the day, it's going to be my decision, right? When you're dealing with grandparents or whatever it is, whatever the case may be, set non-negotiable behavioral boundaries at all respect. And if a person disrespects those boundaries, then you may have to remove yourself from those situations. Number five, speak God's word over the relationship. And this is probably the most important, right? Speak God's word over the relationship, right? I want to read you Romans chapter four as we close. Therefore, it is a faith. Verse 16, Paul says, what's a faith? The promise is a faith that it might be by grace to the end of the promise to all the seed. That's you and I. We are the seed of Abraham. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. God, who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. Qualify that, Terrell. Hebrews 11.3, through faith we understand the worlds were framed by the word of God. John 1.1, 1, 1, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the word was God. John Genesis 1.3, in the beginning God said, before there was a beginning, God existed, the word existed, and then the word who is God said, and it became the beginning. <laughs> okay? So the word of God was there in the beginning. Who against hope, verse 18, believed in hope, even though it doesn't feel good, even though it may hurt even though it may not look good, even though your teenager may seem to be pushing further and further away from you, even though your husband may seem to be getting cold towards you, even though your coworker seems to be jealous towards you, who against hope believed in hope. I will not come off the promise of God. What shall you be? What do you see that relationship being in the end? What did God say concerning that relationship? That's what you hold fast to and don't waver. Verse 19, we will not be weak in faith. Verse 21, we will be fully persuaded. We will not stagger at the promise of God through unbelief. Why? Because God was also able to perform. Praise God. No matter what it looks like, God is well able to bring healing, wholeness, and restoration to any relationship. No person has gone too far beyond the reach and the scope of the love of God. Receive that love for you and receive God's love for them today in the name of Jesus. Now, as we close, what does it mean to speak God's word over your relationship? I want to give you a few scriptures you can speak. Ephesians 4.23, bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, that loud noise that breeds confusion, we put it away from us in the name of Jesus. 1 Peter 3 and 8, we are unified under the same mind. I declare Amos 3 and 3 that we walk in agreement. There's a demonic spirit called Leviathan. It's like a python. It comes to twist. 
It's when you speak something and the person hears something completely different. Have you experienced that? That's a demon spirit called Leviathan. We say we bind that spirit in the name of Jesus and every spirit arrayed against my life, relationship in this family, Job 41.5. We declare Romans 8.35, nothing separates us from the love of God. We say we avoid strife. According to Proverbs 20 and verse 3 and 2 Timothy 2, we pursue faith, love, and peace together in the name of Jesus. I have nothing to do with foolish and stupid arguments. That's in the message translation. Isn't that good? <laughs> so I declare wholeness. I declare peace. I declare tranquility. Shalom. Nothing missing. Nothing broken over your life, over your family. And we declare dysfunction is removed and destroyed in the name of Jesus. And you say, amen. Again, thank you so much for joining me today. I pray this helped you in some areas. We can go further into it maybe later episode. If you've got some things you'd like for me to talk about, email me info at ignitedlife.org. We'll get to them. The website ignitedlife.org, there's so many resources there for you to grow in your faith, to fuel your faith. Also counseling, if you're in a dysfunctional relationship and need a biblical perspective, you can book that on my website as well. Listen, in closing, I want to declare over you the joy of the Lord is your strength. Don't be moved by what it looks like. Don't be moved by what it feels like. The best is yet to come. Your best days are ahead. Don't be discouraged because we walk by faith and not by sight. I'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us today. We pray that you were uplifted, encouraged, and challenged in your faith, and will share this resource with friends and family. You can find and connect with us on social platforms at The Ignited Life. You can also find great resources and content to fuel your everyday life. Visit our website, ignitedlife.org today. And while there, if today's message touched you and you'd like to support this ministry financially in reaching the lives of others just like you, click the Give link at ignitedlife.org. We thank you. And please join us again for the Ignited Life broadcast. And remember, your best days are ahead. Help this resource get in front of more people by subscribing and rating the podcast. So please take a few moments to do so. Thank you.